as much as I know you want to. No, I know, but they spelled my name wrong. Wait, how do they spell it? One L. One L. You just gotta embrace that at this point, I think. I have to, I'll embrace it when I get one L on Instagram. <laughs> okay, I think we should just jump into this. All right, welcome to episode 22 of the Hatching Podcast. Do we introduce, yeah, I'm Marshall. Yeah, I'm, I'm John. We didn't last episode, I we realized. Didn't, no. Um, we're the but, co-founders of Niguan. Yep. And we're in the black box this time. This is the black box. This is our new conference room. And if you couldn't tell already, it's all black. Yeah, the walls are black, the floor is black, the ceiling's black. Our souls are black. Everything's black. This wall here is like a chalkboard. Hopefully it's not too echoey in here. Echoey, yeah. okay. Well, well hopefully it's, not. It's part of the, the character. If it is, I'm sorry. Um, how are you, Marshall? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. Good. So, it hasn't been a while. For the first time in a year. Two months. I know. Since the last one. I know. So, maybe this will be shorter than normal. We just have a list of stuff that we're going to go through mm. and updates on the company and what we're working on. Some, some listener questions too. I think it will be interesting. After listening yeah. to all this stuff, I think it will be cool. Yeah. Episode. Hopefully, we'll stick with this kind of theme of just like shorter, more often. Here's what's going on now as it's happening, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, big update for you personally before you dive into business stuff. You're buying a house, right? An apartment, yeah. I am. Pretty exciting. I am excited, yeah. It hasn't happened yet. I've, um, where I'm at right now is I've put the offer in, they've accepted the offer, and now it's like, you know, that period of time where you have to send a load of documents over and yeah. do all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, hopefully the end of the month, it should happen. Um, cool. It's downtown St. Louis, like two blocks from the office, yeah. which will be nice. Old commute's going to move from two rides up the elevator to <laughs> two, <laughs> two blocks. blocks down the road. I'm going to ride my bike in, I think. I yeah. think that's going to be my thing. I'm going to just be a bike guy. Ride my bike in. Question. Do you put on your helmet... No. Or is it not far not enough? Not far enough. Yeah. 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 There's going to be like... I do the same, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I know I probably should, but I have health insurance and... <laughs> I have life insurance now, which we're going to get to uh, in a little bit. But yeah, buying, a, buying an apartment. Um, in other news though, you got married. Congratulations. Thank you. Sh- show the, the ring, maybe. Oh, yeah, I guess people always want to see the woman's ring. Yeah. I got one too. <laughs> You made some interesting comment, which was when you were shopping for that, you saw it and you thought that would be a peel ring. If peel made a ring, yeah. it would look like that. So it's like 100%. super minimal, super thin, branding free. Made of tungsten. Yeah. Interesting material. Yeah. I don't really know much about tungsten, but they told me it was Sounds really hard. Sounds cool. So I was like, I'll take that. <laughs> um, how was the wedding, Marshall? It was a blast. Yeah. You were actually there. I, I mean, I was man. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a really good time. Uh, I don't remember how much we talked about it in the last one. We actually had it in the building. Mm. I think last time we talked about it, we bought the building in November, and the two like ground floor retail spaces uh, are empty, and one side is actually like this beautiful historic. Uh, I think it was made in like 1928 it used to be a piano storefront so it's mm. like really elegant there's like i don't know we'll just have to 
There's pictures. We, you just got the pictures back, so we should yeah. include some of those in the podcast, yeah. I think. But it was, it was a blast. It was really fun. Everybody got to stay in the building or like around here. I underestimated how much fun that day mm. would be. Our friend Grant actually said that to me. He's like, I underestimated how much fun, like leading up to it, I was just stressing, like yeah. almost went to the courthouse. His words, not mine. Uh, and just, you know, I was like stressing him out about it, but it actually all came together. And, and that was just his advice, like what's huge for the wedding. Totally true. Like, yeah. The day of, I didn't have to do anything. I just had to like, you know, show up different places for photos and everything. Just like had a blast. I think you were more stressed out that day than I, I was. I was very stressed out that day actually because <laughs> of the, the speech situation. But yeah, it was good. It was really good. I'm glad you liked Can it. Can we put it in the podcast? Not the whole thing, no. <laughs> I think there is a funny bit at the end though where like, you know that scene in The Simpsons where I think it's Bart is watching, this might be an obscure reference, but Bart is watching this clip of I think one of Lisa's friends who gave her a Valentine's card and he pauses it and he just like, he says something like, you can pinpoint the moment where his heart actually breaks in two. If you watch that video, you can pinpoint the moment when I finish that just like this huge weight is just like lifted from my shoulders and I'm just like, ah, it's over. I'm so happy it's over. Because yeah, I was I was stressed about it for yeah. weeks before. Yeah. Um, but yep. Yeah, glad it's over. Um, so, any other surprises after the fact? After other than the fact that you thoroughly enjoyed the wedding day, anything else really stand out? Just things you didn't expect. Um, like we had a really small wedding, small by like wedding standards. Now weddings are insane. That whole world blows my mind yeah. left and right. Like. I mean, this is getting off track, but you know, it's like you're looking for a, uh, a caterer, like, oh cool, here's our pricing. And then they find out it's for a wedding, like, oh, like let me get out that book of pricing. So is that, is that like the sort of crazy bride tax? Is that why that is? Like it's usually harder to work with than... I think it's, it's like, sh- what's the word? Uh, Shameless, just like, oh, we know you're going to spend a lot of money because okay. it's a wedding, so we have it. different pricing. Yeah. And they can get away with it. Fair I mean, enough. they can get away with it. Fairly. Yeah. Like, we charge the most we can when possible, so whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah, but day of, it was, it was 50 people, and it was roughly probably like 25, 25 each side, like hers and mine, maybe like, yeah. maybe slightly more my side. I don't know. But I was shocked at like, I got like five minutes with each person. Yeah. You know, it's like you really think about it, like the reception's so many hours long. You're obviously like hanging out with like the bridal party for the majority of it. Like, you know, all these people flew in, had like a five minute conversation with them, which was really weird yeah. for me. Like I didn't really think about that going into it. It was just after the fact it was like, yeah, like my buddy or my couple buddies like I saw for like five minutes, you know, they came in from Texas. But nature of weddings, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun though. It was a really good time. Yeah. You want to talk about how much it cost? Sure. Yeah. I think it might. Like, I know it might make you a bit like. I think it's really it interesting. Stings. Yeah. I think it's any amount stings because it's like one. It's like five hours. Yeah. I I actually don't know the exact cost because it's like common so many ways. Sure. But around ten thousand dollars. Okay. And I think we actually did it pretty cheap because yeah. we didn't have to pay for the rental space. Like we had that space and I think that would have been the biggest cost after catering. Yeah, catering, excuse me, 
would probably be most then photography and in catering including like rentals of chairs mm. and all that kind of stuff uh, we bought our suits got them tailored I was like 500 bucks each which <laughs> I'm not including I'm including my suit not even yours <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then just like tons of miscellaneous, like flowers and greenery, and I don't know. One side of me thinks it might have been more expensive, or actually cheaper, like renting a place, yeah. because there's all these things that like, because it's not a proper event space that we had to pay for, or you know, candles and little knickknacks. So I don't know. Yeah, roughly ten thousand dollars for fifty people. Cool. Yeah. Um. I just realized on here that the best man gift is a talking point. Oh, yeah. Just could go over that real quick. Yeah. Got, I got Marshall best man gift, which I was very, I was very uh, proud of. So basically, there's this... Uh, I don't really know where to start with this whole thing. I, I guess I should start... I have this habit of just like finding like random things on YouTube, like random YouTube communities and just getting like obsessed with them. It's one of my favorite things about John. Like... Everyone's probably like, Marshall, I found a new YouTube community. And we both know what this means. And I'm like, here we go. It's going to be something really crazy and obscure. There's been some real weird ones. Like Rubik's Cube was one. The, like, colored marbles oh, yeah. racing. <laughs> Marble racing. Contraptions one. Was one. Which actually sounds absurd. But like, it's I awesome. got into it. It's, it's awesome. awesome. Beyblades was one. Minecraft is one. Yeah. This is like a load. Yeah. One of them was a Knife's. And I remember, like, when I first got into it, I was fascinated because there were these, like, really long, like, 30-minute-long review videos over, like, a knife. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, how can you talk about a knife for 30 minutes? Like, it cuts. What is there to talk about? So that's sort of why I became so interested in it, is because I I was, like, trying to understand, like, what made these, like, good knives people were reviewing, like, good. I was just trying to understand it. Um, And, like, in that sort of, you know track like interest i became uh, aware of this this knife maker called uh, john grimsmo who's like from what i understand sort of like a knife making like living god <laughs> the way i like to describe it is like like if you ever seen the the movie um kill bill where she tries to convince that like crazy chinese guy to like make her a sword and he's like retired and she has to like convince him to do it and he's just like world renowned as like the best swords maker sort of on that level maybe not quite that good but just like that's how i like to think of this guy like he'll he'll go to uh like what said for me was he'll go to like like blade blade conference blade show or something and like he'll be vlogging yeah and just regular looking guy but people will just like fall over like he's brad pitt like this like little tiny world yeah yeah and i just thought it was the most interesting thing ever but yeah, the, the knives he makes are just, like, insane. Like, every single... They're, they're flip knives. I'll put, like, a picture in... Oh, yeah, I should have brought mine. The um, really fun to fiddle with. Too. It's just, like, everything about it is sort of just, like, functionally perfect. Like, they use, like, amazing materials and stuff. But he also makes every single piece himself. Like, there's no off-the-shelf parts. It's all just, like, even the like, tiny, the screws, tiny screws yeah. has, like, details in it and stuff. Um, the knives... If you, if you can get one and there's like a nine month waiting list to, to even buy one of these things, yeah. if you can get one, you can instantly sell it for like double the price because you, there are so many people wanting them and you just, you just can't get them until fast enough. It's not like a big production line or anything. It's just like him and his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I don't know if that was too much detail, but basically I sent him an email 
And it was just like... This is like a pro tip section. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just try to convince him that like it would mean the world to Marshall if I like bought him a knife and he's a super nice guy he was just like yeah like I can do my best to make this happen and he did yeah. and it was completely custom it was engraved with the wedding date and yeah it, I think it's, it's, it's awesome I think it's I cool it's, I think it's really cool and I'm not like a, a knife guy like I have one knife now and it's that one yeah but yeah, it's just fun to play with and like fiddle with the desk and then opening boxes and like, like I don't know, I just feel like a man like yeah. when I open like an Amazon box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like before I'd like get out my keys and just like, you know, jagged edge it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So getting into like Blade Need Want business stuff. So we are looking for a marketing director or head of marketing or whatever we're going to call it. Don't really care about the title, but basically our first marketing hire. Um, so that's you or you know someone awesome, like send them our way. Uh, hello at needwant.com is probably the best place to email us. Um, but yeah, we have not ever had a full-time person doing marketing that was just always the two of us so i think it's like a really cool and exciting position for the right person uh because we've grown a ton over the last three or four years uh and again it's like splitting our time doing it yeah. it's like somebody who's just gonna own that entire picture it's by far the most excited i've been about a position that yeah for. yeah like why are you really excited for I just think one I think it'll make the biggest difference like you know usually like things like operations or like CFO like they're they're, like great people to have but they don't really make much of a difference in terms of like bottom line doesn't move the needle really yeah Um, makes things run smoother yeah yeah yeah. and I think I made this comment to you recently but I feel like like right now you know there's like operations there's finance there's like support and I feel like like we're still the glue that like holds all those people together mm-hmm. and every so often I'll see like Jason talking to Ginny or something about something yeah. and it like doesn't even reach us yeah. and it's just the nicest thing to see like okay like a problem just got solved there and we had like nothing to do with it and I feel like a marketing hire will be that gel that like you know liaises with all those teams sure. like make sure everyone's on the same page like yeah. and also free up a lot of our time too which I'm obviously excited about yeah it's kind of been like a theme recently for the two of us is i mean even outside of need want like get in our other companies but getting uh processes in place where it's not all always falling on us like we have this building which has become a business in and of itself like we have need want it just felt like everything would fall i mean it would it's not like it yeah. felt like it, it just it would if there was ever any problem. And actually leading up to the wedding and like promising my wife that like all cut off from work for a week. Like the one time that I can justify this is like honeymoon, like, all right, I'll do it. And leading up to that, like making sure all these like things were in place where like people had different passwords and like, you know, we're gonna take over something for the first time was very like eye-opening one. Mm. Like initially it was just like, holy shit, like, there's way too much that just falls on me. And I'm sure it's the same for all of your stuff. And then as I got into it, it's like, all right, like it felt 
it's like, why have I ever done this in the first place? Like, why have I never delegated this stuff? And now, like, looking back, well, it was an initial, like, hump of just, like, getting someone trained in different stuff. But looking back now, it's like, oh, my God, like, I can just focus on, like, the one-off stuff that will just, like, optimize something here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, hiring marketing directors, stuff like that. Like, that's kind of where things started to go. Like, we were talking about maybe after marketing hire, like, we hire a, a GM of Peel that basically just, like, all those little things that, you know, little one-off things that aren't, like, a, an operations thing or a marketing thing. Uh, and we're still involved and just things run smoother and we can just focus on, like, parachuting in and optimizing little things. Yeah. Really looking forward to that. It's going to be very nice when that happens. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean, well, I just went on this whole rant. How do you feel about how everything's going right now? I feel really good about everything's going Yeah, right now. Um, I'm very excited about the new products that PL is going to be releasing. I think that they're going to make a huge difference. Um, speaking of which, sure. I have one of the prototypes yeah. right here behind me. <laughs> This right here, Marshall, is a 3D printed prototype of the Peel Pen. Would you like me to talk you through its features? <laughs> I don't know how well you're going to be able to see this. So maybe... I, I've seen this, but it's still <laughs> cool to, to So there's two separate pieces here. There's this part, which is the pen, yep. which is going to be look like... It, I know it doesn't look good right now, but just imagine this looks like a perfect... like. This is... Everybody listening on the audio, it's a... 3D printed copy, so it's like super low. Super rough. And you also probably can't see because the camera's really far away, but it's just gonna be like very minimal, very sleek, like no lines or anything when it's when it's shut. Um, when you open it, this top part is magnetized and it's also the grips here. <laughs> you almost definitely can't see this. Engage with the threading in the lid. So when you put the lid on like this, the magnet will pull it in and it will twist and go like, like that. So cool. The nice thing about that is when you're just sort of like playing with your pen when you're like absentmindedly like doing something else or like, you know, reading an email or on the phone or something, you can just push this with your thumb and every time it will slick back around like that, like. Just like that. Like with that, that sound nice. effect. Um, this is a... Uh, uh, additional accessory that we might bundle with it or we might sell separately yeah, um, super early and half of it's going to be like a, a nice kind of like wood on the top yeah, and this like part's going to be like aluminium something like that this is going to be aluminium too um, when the pen is in there like this first of all it'll be magnetized mm-hmm. like that um, and also it's going to have this cool weeble wobble effect so this, again this is a 3D printed prototype so it's not like you it's know, not balanced weird. out or anything yeah um, but yeah, so it's something that's on your desk. You can just like absent-minded. <laughs> <laughs> I just knocked it over. But it, in theory, it won't fall over. It will just yeah. like be it's, one of those like punching bag yeah. kind of things. The idea is like the actual pen, like the two. It's it's really heavy. It's gonna be all aluminum. The two ends are just like perfectly rounded. The cap goes on seamlessly, so there's like almost no seam line, and it's just like this perfect shape. And then like it's a great pen. We have a. Yeah, it writes too. It It, it writes. It works as a pen. It's also just like got some really cool, just like fidget functionalities. I'm really excited about like that bit, and then just like the wobble, just like you know. I think it's so cool how the grip 
is of the pen also acts as yeah. something to engage the threading in the lid. Mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. Yeah. And it just feels so nice to play with. Yeah. This is like a, our first like really big, just like work with an industrial design firm, like from the ground up, from scratch, like just go to town with a new product. So we're really excited about this. Like this has been in, this among like four other products has been going for a while. Uh, and this is probably the first one we're gonna launch. Yeah. Um, yeah, the nice thing about the pen is it's, it's more or less all uh, machine milled parts, which means yeah. that there's no huge mold fees to pay. It's really just... Which also just makes the build quality that much better. Yeah. Too. Like there's the less pieces you have in something, the less like places of breaking and like creaking. It's like why these uh, laptop decks, they do have like a solid piece versus like a you know PC. There's all this like creaking of like plastic meeting plastic. Yeah. That's why I love it. Um, we're going to do a notebook too that should come out at the same time, which should yeah. be a uh, very nice notebook. Yeah, TBD on that one. But, um, but yeah. to answer a question, Marshall, I sort of glossed over <laughs> it a little bit. I feel very good about how everything's going right now. We, we had this moment like leading up to the wedding where like, even just, some, I mean, life in general was really hectic, but like need, want, business stuff was also kind of crazy. I think you were like, is this the new normal? And we yeah. were both kind of like, in a good way, like it's awesome, I really love everything that's going on, but like, things were just going crazy. It just felt like every day it was like, oh, okay, like, today's gonna be crazy, and like, yeah. oh, like coming up this weekend, we're like going somewhere or doing some crazy thing, and it just felt like never ending, like I don't know. Big deals, we're, yeah. you know, whatever. I feel now, like coming off of the honeymoon, coming back, also like, what I mentioned earlier, just leading up to everything, kind of having to delegate some different things and just like getting way more focused and prioritizing. Like, I don't feel that way anymore. I feel yeah. just like, like I went to a coffee shop today, was there for like four hours, basically got everything done that I needed to get done today. And like we're recording this podcast and like I'll go home tonight feeling a bunch of emails in my inbox. But besides that, feeling like got everything done. Like. Yeah, ah, it's been a long time since I felt like I got everything done that was on my list for the Dude, day. It's just going to get better too. As soon as we hire this marketing person, I think it's just going to get so much yeah. better for both of us. Yeah. Um, which I think will mean we'll have more time to do things like post on the blog more often and record more podcasts more yeah. regularly and just, yeah, just spend more time doing stuff that we think will make a big difference. That's actually something that's not on the list, but we've been talking about writing or creating some kind of course on making uh, physical products with a small team or not a lot of money, basically like making products with not a lot of resources. Like your two guys or one guy just trying to dream up you know, an idea and bring it to market. Uh, so if there's, if that's someone like you, if there's anything like, we haven't really ever touched on that like you're dying to know you feel like there isn't a lot of good information out there email us like we want to know just kind of like everything you feel like you would be stuck on and we want to talk about that uh, or at least include that in the course yeah um yeah i think it will be cool like it's going to be for people who you know want to do something want to start a business want to have a product but like don't really know like where to start like what to do like the steps to take mm-hmm. um so I think it'll be really valuable. I think that'll be an interesting yeah. experience for us, like putting all that together, like for sure. 
we've already talked a little bit about what that might look like you know basically taking a week sabbatical essentially and yeah. just like sitting down and just, just like writing, writing it constantly. you know giving us ourselves like a hard constraint of time so we're not just like always adding to it you know always just like yeah you know you, you feel the time you, you give yourself for, for tasks i feel Dude, like that is a lesson that i've relearned recently of that rule of like you fill a space you give yourself whether it's an apartment an office whatever and it also applies to just time like you fill the time you give yourself like the wedding is a good example yeah we had a really short engagement and i think it was pretty hectic and crazy and like it took three months that we were engaged to plan a wedding and honestly if we were engaged for nine months i think it would just been nine months of like hell planning same like the same wedding yeah and while like there's some give there like totally see that like that rule in, in my own life actually applying so i love the idea of like setting hard constraints and having to work inside those like when you're when we're first starting we didn't have a lot of money to do things we we're always you know it's like oh, i wish we had more resources and we still feel that way but at the same time like it was really good that we just had to be really scrappy i don't know i just feel like i relearned that lesson recently yeah yeah um what's the next thing on our list the main thing <laughs> this just happened actually like, about an hour ago about an hour ago something that just really pissed us off we're not gonna name names but basically, it's just the most absurd situation, and we thought it was worth mentioning. So, someone approached us recently about selling their company. They're like looking to sell to somebody, and they thought maybe we would be interested. Looked at the deal, like, the company's actually losing money every year, so we're like, no. Uh, you, want, you want to take the rest? Like, I mean, you're like so. Main guy, we yeah. said no. Yeah. It was like okay, cool. Like no hard feelings, blah blah blah. Yeah. Th- thought that was the end. Cool guy. But yeah. Um, then an hour ago, yeah. and I guess the time between the last email and this email is probably I don't know a couple of weeks, three weeks. It's like actually mid March, so a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, month and a half. Yeah. Um, and he was basically just like, you know, I'm not going to say the name of the domain name because I won't give it away. He, we uh, we basically went out and uh, registered all of the domain names of our competitors in like the country that we're in. So it's like competitor name dot country that they're in. Um, and I was reading the email and I was thinking like, oh, fair enough. Like he's just gonna like give it to us, like whatever. He ends the email just being like, and you know, like I think you guys are cool, blah blah blah. So like, I'll give you guys a deal on it. You can have it for two grand. So one, what? yeah, one we, we don't. It's not we don't need the domain. Like no. it's that whole idea of like gobbling up all the like .nets .us .ca like your name. I don't think has ever mattered. Like if we wanted it, we would have registered it yeah. for ten dollars. So I we... went when we both got the email. I went and looked at the who is info. He registered it like days before he originally reached out to us. Like. Just ridiculous. The thing that annoyed me too, like it wasn't so much that he was, well, yeah, the fact that he's trying to sell it to us is just bullshit in the first place. But like, and I hate how he, he made it seem like he was doing us a favor. Yeah. No. It, it's totally one thing to be like, hey, I bought this domain, would you guys be interested? And maybe it's worth the $10 to like acquire it before and see if like, oh, maybe I can make, you know, some 
money on this, but like it's like he can't do anything with it. Yeah, like he's sold the company, or he's in the process of selling the company. Like clearly, that's not going to be part of the deal. It's like, what's he going to do? Just like hold this domain name until it expires. Like yeah. that's exactly what's going to happen, unless he gets two grand for it, which he's not going to get. Yeah, it's also the timing of the whole thing. It's one thing also if like. His story doesn't add up. It's yeah. like if they, when they first started their company, they just bought up all of, like we were around around when they started their company and we were kind of a competitor. And it'd be one thing if like, yeah, they just have these like hundreds of competitors' domains of like the .cas. But he very intentionally, before he reached out to us, went and bought our domain of like the Canada uh, TLD. Anyway, the moral of the story is, like fuck you. Don't man. be an arsehole. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, that was a rant on on that. Yeah. Uh, so this is actually kind of a question, a long form question, and many questions that somebody has emailed in a while ago. We've actually gotten the same question in different forms a lot. Which you know, why don't I just read it and then we can kind of unpack so it. This question is from I just I just found out who it's from Trevor Boyson. Would you like to read it, Marshall? Yeah, so you guys talk about forming companies like it's nothing. Like in a recent podcast, you're just like, oh, hey, yeah, and you'd want us to an investor through a company together to buy the building. What is that process? Do you do it alone or with a lawyer? Do you build first and sell products before incorporating? Or do you incorporate first? Do you, sorry, I feel like I can't read right now. Do you, I think it was a typo. Do you have any need one as a holding company for the others? How does that even work in a setup? Whatever. He's basically asking, like, how do we form everything? Like, I think we could just go through kind of the different companies over yeah, the years. I get like, asked this all the time. Progressively more refined and like legit. <laughs> like, that's the. <laughs> I'm just laughing because, like, I think it's funny how, like, not legit we used to be in terms oh. of just, like, how we would operate. Yeah. And, like, I forget how it came out. We were talking about moving some of the stuff from the old office yesterday. And we were talking about one of the, the old binders we have there that we used to get from uh, <laughs> LegalZoom. LegalZoom every time we'd incorporate a company. And I think you made some comment about it, like, some one of these old companies. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I bet we have, like, outstanding, like, Fines and stuff, and all those old LLCs like that we don't touch state, anymore. Like we're in Nevada because we're in California. Yeah, like we haven't yeah. filed our yearly, you know, director's charts or whatever. I don't like, even know what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. Go, so do you want to go over what how everything's set up from a high level? Yeah, and then we can kind of back up and talk about like how we got more, more like legitimate over the years and. Okay. Kind of the thing behind it all. So, as of now, and for the you know last couple of years, Need Want is a corporation formed in Nevada. Sorry, not Nevada, Delaware. It's where majority of the world's corporations in the U.S. at least are formed, and I think it's because they have uh, really favorable. Uh, rights for corporations and tax reasons. All it's like just the default. If you go to any lawyer, they're just going to default there. Uh, and then each of our brands or companies in Need Want is an LLC, so a limited liability company that Need Want Incorporated 
owns 100% of. So we have Peel, which I think is Peel Accessories LLC, which Needwant is 100% owner of. It's the only shareholder. Uh, Smart Betting LLC, and then all the other old ones that we've either sold or inactive or whatever. But that, that's the general idea is just 100% ownership. And we did it that way just in case if we ever wanted to like spin one of those out, it's already kind of like a legal entity and uh, would have some bookkeeping and some history and, and all that stuff to it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna talk about how we, uh, before we did Need One Incorporated, so we were just smart betting was the first one, right? Yeah. Have we updated our Google Apps account? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think I finally found the setting to change For the that. longest time, <laughs> our Google Apps account was actually called Connected Betting. Yeah. Which used like, to be, it was one of those problems that was like, it didn't really matter. Not at all. But it only we see would it. like keep me up at night. Like it would just be <laughs> so annoying. Like, like you see it basically like in the URL bar where like you go to log into like our company Gmail account or like our calendar or like to add a new employee, which happens like once on Blue Moon. It just would make me it was so like, mad. Like admin.google.com forward slash connectedbedding.com forward slash. It was just like like this cringeworthy like history piece yeah. that doesn't make any sense. It wasn't even called connected bedding anymore. Yeah. That's actually two names ago. It's called primary now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but that's fixed now. Yeah. So that Excellent. that was the company that was formed in Thing Nevada because we were more or less based yeah. in California. And... Yeah. So at the time, I don't know if you finished that thought or not. It just popped yeah. into my head. But at the time, like Peel wasn't even a company. Like I was just running that yeah. through my checking account yeah. for the first year yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was formed when we actually like acquired the company, yeah. right? Yeah. So we did all these with just like LegalZoom. I think it was 200 bucks plus the filing fee, depending on, on the state. Uh, just added ourselves, filed it, and we're off to the races. And just like, didn't really worry about that stuff. Just try to make sure we were up to date on registrations and stuff like that. And it wasn't until we had a few uh, LLCs and there was this need want umbrella thing that made sense to actually give need want some legal standing. Uh, and that was actually a, quite a process. Forming need want the corporation was easy, but moving all these LLCs to be under need want was actually a process if you remember because just the two of us personally like fully owned Peel and fully owned Smart Betting oh. like 50-50 and we basically had to like legally speaking like transfer or sell our ownership in those LLCs to need want which there was literally a transaction that happened I think we sold <laughs> it for like $10 and you know <laughs> It's like write checks out. Yeah, it was like this legal formality that we had to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of how we're formed. Um, I'm trying to think of there's... Yeah, I guess when we... To touch more on that, like, it was always legal Zoom, and then now we'll use a lawyer every time. And yeah. when we did, like, the incorporation for need one. I, I think the takeaway, though, honestly, is, like... Like, I feel like a lot of people get so hung up on, like, yeah. hey, I want to, like, start a business. Like, okay, like... How do I register, you know, a company? How do I, and it's just like, it becomes so overwhelming. And I feel like that's like a sticking point for a lot of people. Totally. But like, you don't need to do that. 
Like, dude, honestly, like, you can get by, and honestly, like, you're such a small fish at that size where, like, you can get away with just a lot of gray stuff at that yeah. level where, like, no, you're not worth pursuing if, like, something wasn't formed right for a while. Like, it's one of those cases. I mean, after a while, you need to, like, become legitimate with everything, but, like, you can kind of just yeah. get away with just being really messy early on. Like, this isn't official advice. I mean, I'm not saying, like, do any, like, shady shit. I'm just no, saying, yeah. like, like, just work on the company. If it works, then figure it out after that. Yeah. Like, you don't have to just get hung up on all these, like, bullshit, like, lawyer, legal Zoom right, type right. situations. I mean, there were things where, like, we were actually in the wrong, like, got, uh, like, workers' comp insurance, like, a little later than we, you know, realized we should. Like, little things like that were, like, we were just worried about making a company that was going to survive. And I think if we did spend any more time on the administrative stuff, it's just less time you can focus on yeah. the company. Um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of our process with that. And I agree. Just, like, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's, like, it's business cards and corporate filing. You're right. Like, people get so hung up on it. Okay, so this next one... I think I'll, I've been looking forward to talking about this, actually. As soon as this happens, I was like, I cannot wait to talk about this on the podcast. I'm doing a big eye roll right now. So, we well, why don't you start talking about the loan stuff? Yeah, um, so there's some interesting business stuff with this, and then there's just like a funny story. But uh, So we're in the middle of actually getting a business loan, like a small business loan, SBA loan, whatever they're called, uh, for the company. And... The reason, like, you want to say how much? Yeah, sure. We're getting, we're trying to get three hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, more or less, we're approved. We're just like doing all the end administrative bullshit. Uh, but I think the reason for it is is kind of interesting. So I mean, we're profitable now. Like we've been, we haven't been previously. Like we were just putting everything into the company to grow, but now we're like starting to be profitable. Um, somewhat and like last year when you know years over you're looking at taxes like we had all these opportunities to like invest in different things like in the company and drive down what the profit was and we're like you know to pay less taxes basically uh, and we realized that even though like there's all these things that we wanted to spend money on, we couldn't deplete money completely because like we still need working capital, so we were gonna have to you know spend money on taxes anyways. Uh, and so we realized like we instead of raising like around funding, we're in a good position to get a loan. So we're basically getting a loan to have like a war chest of like working capital, one to invest in like growth and these new products, but also just to have a pool of capital that like we're not going to be, you know, that we don't have to worry about depleting for, uh, for tax reasons or anything. So try and get this loan. It's actually a huge pain in the ass. Like I've gotten a mortgage personally. You're getting mortgage now for your place. We got a mortgage for this building. Honestly, all three of those combined would have been easier like together than this <laughs> damn loan. Like, Are you just saying that because... Of what happened, which I'm about to get into. No, I just mean just, like it's okay. just drawn out. Just curious if that actually played into this decision. Uh, it, like, 
350,000. It's like the size of a mortgage. And John's just like zooming in <laughs> the screenshot on the screen. It's just crazy. So literally to get the loan, we have to get life insurance. To get life insurance, we both had to get a medical exam. They send doctors to our houses. We're like 20 something in good health, young dudes. Life insurance policy is gonna be like five bucks a month. Like it's the whole like setup for this is probably gonna cost more than like what the policy will cost over the next 10 yeah. years. So, and to get this medical exam, we had to give a urine exam, or sorry, a urine sample and give blood. Yeah. So you, you can. Well, so yeah, I, this is a good time for me to pick the story. Yeah, up. you can go. So I, I woke up, kind of. You, the exam that you have was actually kind of early, it was like ten a.m. or something. Yeah. Right. I woke up, kind of late, kind of like rolled over, had my laptop like next to me in, in bed, and uh, I saw a message from Jamie. Yep. I just I look at it. Jamie's my wife. Half half asleep, and here's what it says: it says. Hey John, Marshall just had his exam and he passed. And in my head I'm thinking like, Great. oh brilliant, like that's cool. <laughs> I keep reading. Marshall just had his exam and he passed out cold for a good two minutes after they took his blood. He was convulsing, do you want me to keep reading this? Sure. Just make him he was convulsing on and off the whole time too. He's clearly feeling horrible right now. He just fell asleep. I don't think I should wake him up. I, I was like two minutes. I called Jamie straight away and was like, "What the fuck? Like, yeah. what happened?" Um, I guess you don't even really know because you you were out cold. Well, but I, I mean, I hate giving blood or like getting shots or anything like that. And I like gave the blood. Like they were done. He <laughs> gave like, the blood. Like needles out of me. Like yeah. I, I'm aware it's out of me. Like haven't looked at the needle. Haven't looked at any of the blood. It's not like I pass out the sight of any of this stuff either, but then I started to feel like I was about to pass out. And I felt it coming on. I'm sitting in my like on my kitchen table or at my kitchen table. And I'm like telling the doctor like I think I'm about to pass out. Like Jamie's like running to get me water. And the last thing I remember is just being like, Jamie, and then like that's all I remember. <laughs> the thing I really enjoyed slash was a bit worried about was uh, Jamie the whole time was apparently like freaking out. Obviously, she's your wife. She sees yeah. you like in this like distressed state, like you're unconscious, whatever. Yeah. The whole time the, the nurse or whoever it was, the doctor was just like, it's fine, don't worry. Like this happens all the time. Like, don't yeah. worry about it. It's okay, it's okay. And then apparently as soon as you woke up, she was just like, you know, actually like I was starting to get pretty worried then. Like I was like moments away she's, from calling She was telling us that on her way out. Like the whole thing was over. Which... I, so I passed out for various reasons, like previously in my life as a kid, everything, and nobody's ever told me I was out for like two minutes. As far as I know, it's a long time. Pass out on your back, and I—I I mean, I felt so sick after yeah. it. Like I just felt really like, yeah, I'd been out for two minutes. Yeah, like it just made sense compared to how I felt previous times. So literally bled and pass out for for need want now. I appreciate it. Hopefully we get the loan then. Yeah. Yeah, right after, the last things we had to do were, uh, like, she asked me a few medical questions about my history. And, like, the second question was, like, do you have a, a history of, like, fainting and passing out? And I was like, well, yeah. And she's like, don't worry, like, I'm not going to put it because this was just because he gave blood. I, that's so funny. Um, 
that actually reminds me of the test that I or the form I had to fill in about becoming an American citizen. I think I'm becoming an American citizen, by the way. John's British. I'm He's from England. Right happened. now, I just have a green card. Yeah. Um, but like after five years on a green card, you can become a full citizen if you want to. And on that questionnaire that I had to fill out to sort of start this process, one of the questions was, um, have you ever committed a crime that you haven't been charged for? Or like, you know, like broken the law, <laughs> that you haven't been, haven't, like, and didn't get caught? Yeah. In my head, I'm thinking like, I mean, technically probably everyone has, right? Like everyone's jaywalked, everyone speeds a little bit, everyone's like yeah. done something. Yeah. So obviously I was just like, no, like rolled my eyes. The next question was, have you ever lied on a test? <laughs> yes. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was funny. It's like, you're gonna know more about like US history than I think most people. I have to do a, apparently there's a, an actual like test and there's like a hundred different facts about America. I think it's stuff like, who was the like seventh president? Who, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know, but just like miscellaneous facts. Yeah. And I think they pick 10 questions out of that hundred, like at random, and I'll just have to know them. Do you have to get, Seven correct out of ten? Or all Dude, ten? I, don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know if, if and when all that goes down. Well, what happens if you fail? Do I you ask just, that. Yeah. That was the first thing I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like get your green card revoked? You can, like, see I it? think you can just retake it. And it might cost a little bit of money. taken away from you as far as what you already have. Don't, though, right? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Well, there's just never a podcast ever again. Yeah, yeah. John's like Skyped in. You're like, the elephant in the room is John's no longer here. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. do we have time? Yeah, I think we have time to talk about this next thing quickly. Um, safe update. Like, like the metal safe. The that safe we that we, we talked about in the last podcast. Quick recap. We found a safe in the basement. Suspected drug dealer used to own it. Probably gold or just there's or definitely stuff inside. Something inside. Update is we haven't touched it. It's still there in, in the in the safe room. Um, but like I like the idea. We've talked about this. Yeah. Like we debated a lot over like what we should do with it. Like if we just hire someone. We even talked. I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast, but we talked about hiring a video guy to make like a little mini documentary on the whole thing. And he, we actually spoke to someone, and he agreed yeah, to do it. He was down for the contents of the safe. So he's going to do it for free, and he, all he would get is the what's in the safe. I don't know if we mentioned that in the last podcast, but I, I don't think we did. I, yeah. I think that's interesting. It's been this very fun topic of conversation between the two of us since we got. This I tried to sell you. Do you remember this? Like it was like a hypothetical question. I was yeah. like, how much would you pay for like? my ownership in the safe. I, I threw the question right back at you too. Like, what's it worth to you? It's, it's just a fun, like, what's inside? Like, yeah. What do you think is in? I, what, I, what like, do you do I your, like the idea. Like, you know, you always hear about like those like cool business stories of like, you know, it's the founder of some company had to like, got the last like $20 out of his checking account and like went to Vegas and like made like yeah. rent or like, you know. you're the FedEx or yeah. UPS founder. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like, I love the idea of like, if we're ever like super down on our luck, we'll both just like, you know, look at each other and it's like, it's time. It's time. Crack open the safe. Like maybe there's something good in there that we can Pull save the company card. with. It's honestly probably bullets. I think is what we talked about last time. I, like, it's, I'm going to be so disappointed. It's going to be an anticlimax now. Now we've hyped yeah. it up as much as we've discussed it in two podcast episodes. Should we just never open the safe? Or 
should we hire that video guy to make a documentary about opening the safe? Let us know. Hello at needone.com. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, I think that's that's all we have. Yeah. Let us know if you like this format or if we should do them less often. Um, or if you have any questions, our email address is hello at needone.com. I'm at John on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Marshall with one L on Twitter and something different on Dude, Instagram. You got you got that's. How embarrassing. I'm just my full name. Marshall with two L's. Haas. How long did that take just to give everyone your social media handles? A while. Like, I mean, we just spent the last five minutes of me rattling this off. If you're somebody with something that might work for my name <laughs> and it's short, please get in touch. I'll pay for it. All this right. is what it's like to, to be business partners with someone who has at John on Instagram. <laughs> pressing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, bye. If you're a marketing guy, get oh, in touch. Or you know a marketing guy. Want. Get, get in touch. All right. Bye. See ya. That was a really awkward ending. Bye. <laughs> bye.